get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Robin. Hi Trev. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of WN Movie Talk Podcast. Podcast. This week's film sees Arnie taking on the role of Rocky John Rambo, Balboa, who alongside Apollo Creed comes face to face with Jean-Claude Van Damme as E.T. in <laughs> Hunter. Something like that. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. That was a really good intro, actually. I like that. Yeah, got a lot of elements in there that we can discuss later. The whole thing today, I've been thinking, did I say Predator or Commando? I couldn't remember which one I said we should watch. <laughs> predator. Predator. Predator, of course, Predator. Of course. Good old Predator. It is a good old Predator. I haven't seen it for a long time. I don't know how many they've done now, but... The, the reason I got into this was because I picked up a box mm. set for £2.49, Blu-ray, three films, Predator 1, 2 and 3. I don't want to watch the other two, so I effectively I paid £2.50 for the first one, but that's okay. I was I really wanted to watch the second one after watching this because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really remember the second one, but I haven't had time. But you said Predator 1, 2 and 3, and I was thinking, is there a Predator 3? Or well, is that a different... What is that? Well, they've... It's they, not Predator 3, is it? I don't think it's called Predator 3. I mean, it, it's Predator... They, they call, uh, the, the box set sort of says Predator 3. But it's the one with um, uh, something Brody. What's he called? Oh, I, that's Alien versus Predator, isn't it? No, first... no, no, it's not. It's not. You're Predators? not listening to me. It's Predators. Oh, yeah, Predators. Predators, yes, yes. 2010. That was a bit disappointing. And so I, I'm not bothered about watching that one. The second one, it sort of follows, it sort of ties it's in with Danny the first Glover, one a little bit, it? doesn't it? In terms of, you know, mm. they're talking about it's the hot summer and all of that stuff again. And they mentioned the first one, don't they? But yeah, I I remember it being pretty bad. Yeah, I can't remember. I always remember like the bit in the ship at the end and you see the alien skull. You see all the yes, different skulls yeah. in the ship and you That's see the it. skull from Aliens. And it's like, ooh, yeah, and that, in the same universe. The same universe. And that was exciting, the, the prospect of yeah, that. Yeah, now you wish they, they hadn't fucking bothered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but this does remind me of Happier Times, this sort of film. Oh, when this sort of film came yeah. out when you were younger, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's quite uh, fresh, quite original. And- 1987. Yeah. Yeah. And they do that thing in this where still in the 80s, you know, special effects were there, but they weren't good enough to think they could just rely on the whole film being overdone with special effects. No, and that's what I liked about this as well. Watching it again, yeah, yeah. after all these years, how long they make you wait to see The Predator. Yeah, yeah. And I think good on them. It was uh, really well done. But we'll come on to Predator we in will. a bit. Let's, actually, yes, Because indeed. about this time of the evening, mm-hmm. I like to ask you a question, Robin. Oh. I like to say, Robin, have you seen any films this week? Well, actually... Other than Predator. I, actually, other than Predator, I have. I went to the cinema to watch. Oh, yes, indeed. I know, yes. Um, so I went to the cinema and watched Black Adam. Oh, what? Uh, Rowan Atkinson? Yes. Black Adam, Black Adam. Yes, so The Rock. The Rock as Black Adam. Yeah, I saw this advertised. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I haven't seen it advertised. I don't know nothing about it. I saw it at the cin- local cinema. Because mm-hmm. every week I go past and I go, look at the poster and think, what is on that? I really want to go to the, c- the cinema. 
Uh, nothing. Not again. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was this one was one that Noah wanted to watch, and it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Another mean, superhero thing. It's, it's DC this time, isn't it? It was DC, um, and I think you know it's very much a rock film. He's the main man. Dwayne Johnson. There's no sort of bait and switch sort of superhero, you know, with another one there alongside him who's, who's the real character, the real story. Oh, because someone told me this ties into uh, Shazam. Shazam. Yes, it does indeed. Yes. Which I thought was a really good film. I enjoyed Shazam. Yeah, I quite enjoyed Shazam. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's not as good as Shazam. Um but it, it does fit in there along the same lines because the idea is that Black Adam was Shazam uh, initially. But there's a bit of a plot twist and a spoiler alert. And he actually wasn't the one that was chosen, the child that was chosen to be Shazam. So he isn't just a superhero who does good things. He's kind of like a anti-hero in a bit of, you know, and he, he's, he's happy oh, yeah. to kill and stuff like that. And hence why he's Black Adam. And it's a superhero film. That's all you can really say about it. Yeah. It's better <laughs> than ones that I've, yeah. things that I've seen recently. Yeah, We definitely. might watch it eventually, but I think it was DC. I don't know if it's DC actually, but I remember watching a, um, a version. It's, I can't remember what the film was called, but it's like the concept of what if Superman had been bad when he come to the earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the little boy who comes down and then he, he realises he had to destroy the earth and he becomes the evil Superman. Is it? I was going to say Brightburn. 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 That's I. I watched that thinking, oh, that looks really good, and it, I thought that was awful. That was just dull. It was just too ridiculous, and just too. It wasn't. I don't know. There was nothing clever about it, and like you were saying about that film with the Muppets last week, yes, the police film. <laughs> it was like that. It was like a one-trick pony. Yeah, you know, it was like as soon as you got through the build-up was quite good, but as soon as he's being evil, and it's just like. Uh, a pretty good idea, but in uh, the end, yeah, it's like what? Not done very yeah. well. I watched a film this week, Robin. I thought it was quite interesting. It wasn't a superhero film. Yeah, right. It wasn't a prequel. It wasn't a remake, but it was a biopic, which is the other type of film that they keep making these days. Yeah. We can't get away from anything other than these four genres. No. But um, I thought it was really good. Uh, it was on Netflix. I watched it while I was camping in a tent during 50 mile an hour winds. It was awesome. It's called Blonde. Right. And it is basically the, the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. It's not a biopic. It's based on a, a fictional book of her life. So sort of reading between the lines how she was sort of victimised, sensationalised, how her real character, Norma Jean, no, yeah. had to become Marilyn to become famous and how studio executives took advantage of her and just it it's quite a harrowing story but i thought it was really good written and directed by a filmmaker australian filmmaker called andrew uh dominic who directed chopper have you ever seen that i film? haven't seen that no he also done the assassination of jesse james by the coward yeah robert ford i've seen that yeah it's really well made it's not a generic sort of film it goes in some sort of order but it's I don't know, it's sort of almost dreamlike. It's almost like a Terence Malick film. It's a bit sort of natural born killers, the way it changes format when you're watching mm -hmm. it. Sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes it's colour. Sometimes it's widescreen. Sometimes it's like a square screen. It even goes in vertical screen. It's like it just keeps jumping all over the place. Whoa. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really okay. interesting. It's got very mixed reviews. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. I had to turn it off. Yeah. 
but it tells a good story and it's it's quite dark from very early on um but yeah i think it was really worth a watch i would like to watch it again i think yeah i'll look out yeah, for that then i'll give quite, it a look i'll good. give it a look into it i Co- think it's a netflix original yeah nice yeah anna d armas plays uh marilyn monroe and she honestly she just i mean so much of the film it's like her face in the middle of the screen it just carries the film really it's amazing that's that's interesting yeah um there's some good other supporting roles in there so but even the little girl who plays at the very beginning Mm. is just awesome but then this the the score by nick cave and warren ellis was just really haunting and uh, yeah, I just really loved it. It was something interesting to watch. It didn't feel like everything else. I was going to say, it sounds a little and bit different. So you can sort of yeah, see why people it. would either love it because it's or something it. a little bit different yeah. or not because it's something a little bit different. Yeah, but yeah, definitely worth a look. Quite long. It's nearly three hours long. But, but to be honest, it, it flew by. It, there wasn't a one part of me that was like, oh God, is this going to end? Or Wow, there you go. You, you would offer a pervy night in your tent with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I did. And there was actually a shot from inside her vagina. What? Yep. (laughs) Don't get your hopes up. It wasn't nothing like that. (laughs) Everyone listening to this now would be like, I don't want to watch that blonde. And as soon as I've said that, all the blokes are going, let's see if my missus wants to watch that tonight. I want to watch that blonde. It's about Marilyn Monroe. Darling, I think you might like this film. It's a a (laughs) rom-com. But, um, Anyway, we're on tonight. We're talking, obviously, about Predator from 1987. Talking of vaginas, there's a couple of good vagina jokes, isn't there, in Predator? Oh, yeah, there is. From um, Shane Black, isn't yeah. it? Makes them jokes. Well, they're not good, yeah. actually. I think that's wrong, and I don't think women should be. Oh, it's derogatory, uh, isn't it? It's derogatory. It, yes. But, yeah, we're talking about Predator 1987. So I asked our listeners... Uh, on out on Facebook. The old Arnie question. I said, what's your best and worst Arnie films? Go. Nathan Kent was the first to reply and he said, best Terminator 2. Hey. Right. And worst is probably the one where he plays the pregnant man. <laughs> yeah, is that Twins? Junior. Junior. Oh, Junior. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that, yeah of course, because Twins was another awful one, wasn't it? It's got Danny, De- they both got Danny DeVito in and they're both directed by Ivan Reitman. Of Ghostbusters fame. Yeah. Junior. <laughs> oh, God. He, he's also put, I don't think the 90s was too friendly to Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Piero Canuti said, the worst film has to be Hercules in New York. He said they didn't even use his own voice for it. Uh, but the best would have to be <laughs> Terminator 2. It's what made him such an icon. As a side note, though, I love the Conan series and Red Sonja. Ah, okay. I've never seen the uh, Con- any of the Conans, have you? Yeah, a long time ago. I couldn't tell you what happened. And then he's come back. Actually, Total Recall is pretty epic too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good show. Yeah. And then Cat Foster says, best Predator for Kerry, that's her fella, and Terminator 2 for me. Mm. Worst, Jingle All the Way for both of us upsettingly awful yeah yeah but all right okay uh, i i've got i've got my own opinion on jingle all the way oh yeah yeah can i talk about that now or do you go on yeah go for it well i really <laughs> i actually like it because it's one of our chris you know you get christmas films don't you that you watch yeah. every year polar express blah 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 it's the um, only time you watch a shit film more than once isn't it yeah christmas and then because it's so <laughs> shit 
Uh, I've, we've watched it loads and you just Jamie it's your dad Jamie and it's like you know he dresses up as Turbo Man and he's got his Arnie voice which no one else has and his wife and the kid are going who's that guy how does he know my name it's like because it's your dad but anyway um, it is really bad but that's why I really love it and at Christmas like you said you can get away with it and that's why it, yeah. I, I don't think but- it's a bad film yeah, I, I watched it once and I just, I've never watched it since. <laughs> yeah, it's randomly bad. Yeah. Which well, leads it. us on. We did talk about our f- favourites and our worst. I asked you to compile a bit of a list, Robin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And your worst Arnie films. Yep. So let's go. Should we go worst or best first? Should we go best first? Oh, yeah. Go on, worst? Then. Go on, then. You said free, wasn't it? Free, free films? Well, free or free, what have you got on your list? Have you got a list? I have got a list. Um, Terminator 2 is one of my favourite Arnie films, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Yeah, Man, I've got that up the top. Um, Predator is as well. I didn't really think Terminator was so great, but I can see why it, it had the cult status and why it went into Terminator 2 and so on and so on. Um, Total Recall is is a great film. Mm. And God, didn't they trash that with the remake. Um, the Running Man is one that I really liked as well. Yeah, I've not watched The Running Man. Have that, you not? That's, I, yeah. no, and I was thinking, what compiling this list, I was thinking, I still need to watch The Running Man because that's based on a Stephen King book, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, or it's, when he wrote as... Robert Backman, is it? Backman? Yeah, it's, quite, it's kind of uh, Hunger Games, but done with Arnie and a, a bit kind of more simplified yeah I've listened to the audio book of Running Man but I haven't seen the film yeah um, True Lies was quite quite enjoyable yeah I've, I don't know if I watched it again whether I'd still think it was you know yeah it's not one I've got I like a lot of James Cameron films and that one there is not one I've gone back to a lot yeah and then you kind of go the other end don't you go on but tell me your faves first and then we'll yeah well Terminator 2 yeah and Terminator 1 I do love them both yeah like the first one is it's low budget, but it's so good for the money. Oh, yeah, you know you can see impeccable. why it sparked that whole Terminator yeah. idea. Yeah, hundred percent. But Terminator Two, I don't think you can beat it. Predator, I've really enjoyed mm. rewatching. Yeah, it's not one that I used to watch. I, I've watched it a lot when I was younger, but it wasn't one that I went to. I'd go to films like RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, over Predator. Yes, Terminator Two, I'd watch over Predator. Yep, and then I've gone. Total Recall, and then I don't really know. I'm not, I'm mm. not a big Arnie fan like that. It's not something I've a, leapt. At. There's a lot of middling films, aren't there? And I think that's yeah. mainly because Arnie didn't really change who he was. But that's it. I mean, apart from like those three that I mentioned, or four, Total Recall. I mean, Total Recall I love because it's Paul Verhoeven and it's Philip K. Dick. You know, he wrote the original book. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if the... I keep meaning to watch the new Total Recall because I don't know if it's a remake of the film or whether they've tried to make it closer to the book. Well, I just didn't like it. I, I just... It was, yeah, really it was kind it. of a lo- along the lines of, why have you done this? Oh, I know. Wait, you probably wanted to cash in. It was... Yeah. That, but um, I, I suppose the other one I used to watch a lot as a kid, but I haven't gone back to it for a long time, was Twins. With... Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito that's the one I was getting mixed up no, with uh, Junior take but... out the papers and the trash <laughs> yes <laughs> all of those films <laughs> I think they were 90s weren't they actually rather than 80s I think he hit the comedy phase didn't he um, yeah, he did Kindergarten he did, yeah. Cop Twins Junior 
And Kindergarten Cop I used to watch quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, but again, it's just Arnie being Arnie, isn't it? It's like, hey, let's just put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a funny scenario. But I used to find it exactly the same. I can understand him in that Kindergarten Cop role. Because although I'm not like a tough city cop, um, I used to be a surveyor on a, and we used to have to go onto building sites. And it doesn't matter where you go, building sites, builders always give a bit of banter and take the piss. I could handle that. But when I go into a school to measure, there's nothing more intimidating than walking into a classroom full of 30 children. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, fucking hell. And they're all like, have you got measuring sticks out? What's that you doing? Let's do that. It's like, just stop it. Stop talking to me. So I understand where he's coming from. Um, but then, yeah, go on. Worst. Give us your three worst films. I don't know, because there's a lot of films that, you know, some of them were mentioned there. I think like Hercules in New York. I, I don't. I've not seen them. For me, I think it's the Terminator films that just, you know, he should have stayed melted. They just got worse. Batman and Robin. That was another one when he was Mister Freeze or whatever he was when he Doctor Freeze or Mister Freeze. I can't remember. That was the first film I walked out of a cinema. Watch. I did. I I paid good money to go there, and I walked out. I <laughs> is pretty bad but I've never tried watching it since but there's all um, sorts isn't there like things like collateral damage sixth day films like that which just middle of the road aren't they uh, I never watched any of those films I was never drawn to them so I can't comment but the ones I right. have watched Batman and Robin Jingle All The Way sorry Robin I know you like it but <laughs> I just thought it was awful <laughs> and another thing about Jingle All The Way well I was yes. watching um, the special features on Star Wars Episode One, and they're like going about how they trying to find the right yes kids play. Yeah, because that's the same kids. Yeah, but he says Lucas says, you know, we auditioned all these kids, and they'd come up, and they'd be all right, but none of them really done. And it wasn't until I went to a supermarket or something, and I saw this kid, and he's just oh, off he the wasn't. street, and I'm thinking, fuck off, <laughs> yeah, oh, I just happened to see him in a supermarket. What are you on about? And they always give that story and make out that they're, but it's like. His parents work for a casting agency. <laughs> They're casting They're agents. pushing him for everything. They got him that job. Um, but the the one I remember watching and really just like, oh my God, I can't believe they've actually made this into a film. It's a film called Cactus Jack. Have you ever seen that? No. It's basically, he's a cowboy. I can't remember what the story is, but he's got to get from A to B. Wait a minute, are we still talking Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, he's dressed in a white cowboy suit. This is like back, I think this was in the 70s. This is before he's famous. Um, but there's someone trying to thwart him all the way. And it's um, Kurt Douglas. <laughs> right? and he, I've, I think he's Catcus Jack. I think that his name is Catcus Jack. But it is basically a live action version of Roadrunner. <laughs> Literally, he's like dropping boulders onto him and then they're hitting something and shooting him in the air and then he's coming down and he'll land on something and then the boulder will shoot and then flatten him and it's that <laughs> all the way through. It's like, this is just Roadrunner and it's awful. It was, it was so bad. It was... It's good, but... <laughs> yeah, but I don't... You see, the thing is, I don't always think it's fair to pick early films for actors in, you know, before they'd made it as, as like, no, no, to, no. to actually judge them on what was a good or bad film. Because, you know, when they're trying to find their way, they're going to just kind of hit whatever's coming towards them, aren't they? But once they get yeah. to a point and they have the choice of the films that they make <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they choose a crap film or a crap script or you know then i think well 
you're on your own, aren't you? But then, all right, it's Kurt Douglas shouldn't have been making films like that. No, well, exactly. What the hell was that about? Was he come out of retirement yeah. or something for it? Maybe he just had a man crush on Arnie. So that was enough talk of Arnie, I think, before we get into the the, the real meat of the conversation. And it, my gosh, isn't, like isn't a- it meaty? <laughs> testosterone i feel like we should pump iron before we talk about it or pump something (laughs) hey so predator can you remember the first time you watched predator can you remember your first no but i can remember being really excited about the game coming out on the commodore 64 must have been an ocean probably probably was probably was i got it i didn't see it at the cinema so it would have been a video that I watched it. It must have been quite around the time it came out that I, I, I first saw it. I don't know if you've been watching over on the YouTube, the WN Movie Talk YouTube channel. Well, I've seen a few little things coming up, strangely. Yes, I've been putting out some um, six degrees of movie separation. Little shorts. I thought I'd try some YouTube, YouTube shorts. Yeah. So I've done them over there. <clears throat> and Cohen actually said to me, Dad, I've got one for you. Mm-hmm. Can you link Lady and the Tramp to Predator? Oh. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll think about this. Uh, 1955's Lady and the Tramp got a live action remake in 2019 featuring Sam Elliott as the voice of Trusty. Sam Elliott appeared as the stranger in the Coen Brothers classic The Big Lebowski, which starred John Goodman. Goodman played alongside Jeff Daniels in Arachnophobia, and Daniels appeared in the comedy drama Terms of Endearment with Danny DeVito. (laughs) Danny DeVito starred in Ivan Reitman's Twins and Junior alongside action hero Arnie, who was the lead in Predator. I don't believe it. That's brilliant. I was with you as soon as you said Danny DeVito. Anyway, let's talk about Predator. So you you can't remember watching the film. I just remember as a kid. I, I, just, yeah, it was an awesome film. I remember thinking it was brilliant. But going back now and watching it, the question is, look, I mean, we were talking, how many years ago was that then? 87. So 35 years. Okay. So how does it hold up? Because, you know, that's the question, isn't it? I think it held up really well. Yeah. I think watching it again, it, you know, it's corny. Yep. It's gung-ho. Absolutely. Americans. But it's good fun. And it's it was really well shot. I think John McTyrion is a great director. I mean, he's done other films. He's done Die Hard. Yeah, um, great film. Hunt for Red October. Yep. And more recently, uh, The Nice Guys. Have you seen that? No, I, ha- no, I, I haven't actually. Oh, no, no. He didn't do The Nice Guys. Ignore that. That's the writer, Shane Black, who appears in the film. He's the guy with the glasses who tells all the pussy jokes. Yeah. He's actually, he was a write, an action film writer. Right. He wrote Lethal Weapon, films like that. So they thought, we need him in the cast. We'll cast him. So he's there to do rewrites. He, <laughs> didn't, he didn't actually rewrite a single page by all accounts. Brilliant. <laughs> but he was in the film. But yeah, he wrote Lethal Weapon, The Long Kiss Goodnight and The Nice Guys, which is Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. Yes. Really, really good film. Oh, okay, film. I've not seen it, so that's one I'll have to look out for. But yeah, John McTyrion, I just, I, he's an action director, but he, mm. I just think he's got some really good shots. Mm. It doesn't go overboard. I don't know what it is. There's something a bit more refined about his action movies than many other directors. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think with this, some of the shots... Well, just- this film, I did see a thing uh, where they were talking about the, the, the design of the suit. And it first when it first turned up, they went, 
no yeah and turn it back because it was like it just looked ridiculous um so even that you know but the, they do that thing where i guess you kind of see that in, in things along the time the first half of jaws did it really well where you don't see the shark and that you know and in this you don't see that much of the predator to to uh, the third uh, act really do you know and that builds the suspense and the whole kind of like i don't know what you know what, what's coming what is it out there and yeah you're waiting to see it and- you kind of feel more in their shoes than you do the predators mm. you know that they're being tracked down because of the infrared sort of visual camera bit which you know just tells you enough doesn't it i suppose that's like the shark under the water in jaws isn't it yes you know, the, yeah yeah the exactly and i think it came from the same you know, we might have seen more Predator if that suit had worked from the outset. Yeah, no doubt. We might have seen more Jaws if the shark had worked. But actually, didn't it work well for them that it didn't work? Yeah, and they said that they run out of money, basically. They was making this film, they got to a point where they didn't have any more money and they had to go back and raise more funds so they cut off filming and that's when they brought in Stan Winston. Arnie had worked with him on Terminator and was like, he needs to design the alien. Yeah. And so they went off and he, I think he was going out to Japan or something for the release of Aliens and he was on the plane with James Cameron and he's designing this alien and James Cameron says, do you know what? I'd really like to see a creature with mandibles. And he's like, oh, would you? Oh, that's weird. And then just drew drew this creature with the, like, you know, and that's the bit you remember, isn't it? The mouth that, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you know, we mentioned Stranger Things a bit earlier and so many films since have kind of copied that flaying open well, of the mouth, haven't they? And you say this, have you seen any images of the original Predator? With the long neck and because, the lizard type. Yeah, it looks like the creatures out of Stranger Things. Right, okay. I thought, that's what they got, that's what they're using now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but yeah, originally as well, the Predator, the shots that they was filming, he'd wear a red suit. Yes. Um, in the shape of the alien. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's basically what they do with green screen, but they couldn't do green screen because it on location in a jungle. Yeah. So they used this red shoot. But yeah, originally it was Jean-Claude Van Damme inside the original red shoot. It was like his first movie that he was in. Was it really? That's crazy. And he'd done it for like two or three days and just whined like fuck. Oh, this is uncomfortable. I'm hot and sticky. And, <laughs> he must have been well they, annoyed though that he's like try you know, thinking, Oh, I'm gonna make my way in the world as a as a butch action hero and yet there he is in this red outfit whilst the other guys yeah. were all tanked up in army army suits and massive <laughs> guns and that. But also he was like he's only like five foot four yeah, or something yeah. ridiculous like that. And up against Arnie it just didn't look right. So they got yeah, when it come back, it worked out so much better that they had all of a sudden Stan Winston's design. They had um, oh the guy Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah, he was massive. Inside isn't he? What is he? Suit. Seven seven foot seven foot six inches. <laughs> and do you know, but do you know what impresses me about that? You know, you think about people that size, and they tend to look and are quite clumsy and gangly and you know yet when mm. he's the predator and he's jumping running around in in the in the jungle he was pretty mobile and lying yeah. on his feet across some of the stuff he was the terrain he was he was sort of moving across i was quite sort of surprised by that i thought yeah actually he's yeah. pretty nifty and on they his said feet, that he? he never he never moaned he never complained he's just such an easygoing nice guy brilliant a pleasure to work with um, also Bigfoot, wasn't he? And Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> well, I guess you get a... Which I think as well that, I think as well that is just great. It's a great character in that. 
he's not just a man in a suit. You get to see every sort of mannerism and just in his, you know, a great physical actor. Yeah. Sort of like the Andy Circus of his day. Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah, he was, I suppose. He was also, do you know, he also had a scene in it where he was the helicopter pilot. Mm. So he actually got his face in the film as well. At the end, yeah, they said, do you want to play the pilot? Yeah, and his legs were hanging out the bottom. <laughs> no, he was running but... along the floor with the, like the Flintstones <laughs> the helicopter's like up in, above um, the trees it, it also says he was in Predator 2 so presumably he played the second Predator yeah, as well yeah he must have played the second Predator yeah okay but yeah no longer with us he died didn't he of a, didn't he like have a contaminated blood transfusion or something oh did he mm. oh I don't know he's like, like in his mid 30s yeah quite a tragic story of his yeah, apart from that, I mean, you know, he's a big guy, but this cast is just full of testosterone, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's stories of them sort of... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger transferred his gym out there, didn't he? Yeah. So they were pumping iron, and oh, my God. The one that I thought looked like he'd been pumping iron more so whilst he was on the set was... Uh, what's he called? What's he called? Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. I thought he yeah. looked, as the film went on, sort of looked a bit bigger, a bit more pumped. You know, it was like, maybe he wasn't. Maybe it was just... Well, I think there was a lot of rivalry going on and him and Arnie would get up and they'd be like trying to outdo each other in the in the gym early morning. And Carl Weathers said he'd just sort of hang back and they're like, you come into the gym? And he goes, no, I'll go when you lot are done. You know, <laughs> just doing it all in his own stead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Jesse, um, Jesse Ventura, he's, he was an ex-wrestler, wasn't he? He used to be a wrestler. Was he? I think he was also like a Marine or something. He was also in the army, so he knew all about the army and stuff. Oh, no, sorry, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't Jesse Ventura. It was, um, oh, oh which one? It's the, the Sonny, Sonny Landon, Billy. Oh, played, right. Yeah, him. I thought he looked bigger as the film, his arms yeah, looked bigger Yeah, I don't know, because when on. he, at the end, and he cuts himself with a knife, I thought, out of all of them, he hardly looked, he looked almost like I do. Well, you know? with, really? <laughs> do you think so? Six, <laughs> yeah. foot, six foot eight and built Look like a same tank. same as me. Yeah. The same as me, Do you know, I, I read up on him, actually, Sonny Landon, because his insurance company wouldn't yeah. needed him to have some sort of bodyguard, but it wasn't to, to protect, protect him. him. It was to protect people. And I was like, why? What did he do? What was, he, what was it all about? And actually, there's not a massive amount of information about the guy. No. And, you know, he died as... He was 76 when he died. And I think that, that makes you think, Jesus Christ... Yeah, How old was he then? Exactly. But that, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Well, I guess he was in his 40s then. Yeah. So it just goes to show how long ago it was. But when he died, he'd lost both his legs. He had some sort of heart issues. And he, oh, no, he, he had both his legs, his legs amputated before he died. Yeah. And you just okay, think, no. stuff like that is mind-blowing, isn't it? You know, you, mm. you see these guys in their prime in these films. Testosterone, yeah. butch. You know, and, and, and then the, later on in life, you hear about some of the things that go for it. It's like crazy, but yeah, there you go. Anyway, so just a little aside there. There's a bit in the film as well. At the beginning of the film, I'm trying to jot down everyone's name, all the characters' yeah, yeah, names. Yeah. And I wrote him down as Sonny. Yeah. Um, but his name's actually... It's Billy. Billy in the film, yeah. But they say somewhere, following Sonny. Do they? So there's a bit where they call him his actor's name, because I was like, oh, right, he's Sonny. Ah. And I wrote Sonny down. And then for the rest of the film, they're calling him Billy. And I was like, but where have we got Sonny from? And then when I looked at the cast and it's like, oh, his real name's Sonny. So uh, early on in the film, 
one of them refers to him as Sonny, and that's what mm. I picked up. Um, the rest of the gang there, you got the Jesse Ventura. He talk like an idiot. Like, it, <laughs> it doesn't, he talks like... Chewing his tobacco. <laughs> yeah, but he also, he, I don't know, he almost talks like a cartoon character, doesn't he? Oh, you yeah. And, and apparently he was one that was very boisterous. They, they had to bring his, him down to make him more of a realistic character, apparently, because <laughs> he was completely over the top. Because he actually was um, from, you know, he had a military background, didn't he? he that's was, right. Yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we were talking about different people, weren't we? It was cross-modifications. Sorry. Yes. I watched the, the special features afterwards, and um, he talks about himself almost in the third person. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesse Ventura done that first. <laughs> I had the big gun. Because he's on about oh! he's on yeah, on about being the first person to hold a minigun in his hand. <laughs> and you know, fire a minigun. And it's an air, it's on the side of a helicopter, but I use it with my arms. <laughs> and now everyone does. There's things in this film with the lit with the dialogue, um, where they just it they talk about previous missions and give each other, you know, little jokes. And they feel like a crew that have been together for a long time. They do that really yeah. well. They just put it together, don't they? And it's like, I'd imagine believable. there was a lot of that sort of coming out between five, six guys oh, who are like, yeah, yeah. All that testosterone in that jungle, they're actually in a jungle, yeah, yeah. in those conditions. They said for most of it, they're filming on like re- almost vertical slopes. Yeah. And just to stand there, they said it's like they had to use a lot of energy, let alone running up and down, carrying guns. Yeah, which and- again is another reason why Kevin Peter Hall was so impressive as the Predator in that massive great suit. So he couldn't even see where he's going probably half the time. Yeah, in all that heat. And he's leaping around yeah. all over the place. But uh, Jesse Ventura, um, do you know he also ran as a governor? He was a governor of Minnesota. Really? Yeah. They all had a go. Bizarre. Um, but going back to like the, the bodybuilding, Arnie and Jesse Ventura would be pumping iron. Yeah. And the uh, costume lady or makeup artist or someone was like said, oh, did you know your uh, arms are like an inch bigger than Arnie's? And he said, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Brilliant. And he said to Arnie, I bet you a bottle of champagne that my arms are bigger than yours. And Arnie's like... <laughs> Okay, we'll do it. They go for the bet and they measure. And uh, Jesse Ventura's arms are smaller than Arnie's. And Arnie's like, I've got the champagne. And then Arnie's like, I told the makeup lady to tell you that. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's so a lot of camaraderie. How to get a bottle of champagne. <laughs> and he got, he got but, Carl Weathers smoking cigars, didn't he? Yeah, in that's this right. Film. He got him hooked on cigars. <laughs> Carl Weathers just... never smoked in his life. <laughs> no, I'm not smoking. In the end, like, try one. <laughs> like, buys him a pack and now he's smoking all the time. You know, the way Artie chugs on cigars is ridiculous, though, isn't it? Stoogies, isn't they? Yeah, stoogies. Stoogies, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. So, shall we go through a little bit of the story? So, basically, yeah, they're a team of elite Marines. The best of the goddamn best! You son of a bitch! You're born in for a son of a bitch goddamn cockamamie job! <laughs> <laughs> there's militia there's rebels and the rebels have taken down a goddamn congressman or something not congressman is it something like that some some goddamn thing and they're like <laughs> Carl Weathers called Arnie in you son of a bitch and they shake hands and they draw their muscles oh, comparing arms what oh. is it your paper pushing is making you weak <laughs> 
<laughs> have a stoogie. <laughs> That's all. I've just been for one. <laughs> They're looking at the map, and uh, he's like, "They went down here. They're not meant to go down there." <laughs> That's that's no man's land. <laughs> Something isn't right from the beginning, is it? They're like, so Carl Weathers you know. is kind of the outsider, isn't he, in this crew? This crew are very tight-knit. But Carl Weathers has got to go along with them to see that this job's done. And it doesn't take them long to start sussing out. Because they're so good at their job, they instantly start sussing out. Something's not quite guys. right yeah, here. Something's not right. This is an inside job. They're a get in and get out kind of crew, aren't they? They don't go around killing people for the sake of it, do they? Willy nilly. Um, so they go in anyway. <laughs> they kill everyone, <laughs> and apart from the the woman. Yeah, but for, yeah, but let's get there because <clears throat> oh, we sorry. go in. Go on, and go on. they find all them people skinned, and they're like, "What kind of commie bastards are these?" Yeah, it's Arnie's mate, isn't it? He recognises. He. he, he, he he recognises the tag, knows the guy. These are Green Berets. They, you know, what's going on? They shouldn't be here. Yeah. What? Dave Smith. They yeah. killed Dave Smith, mate. This is Dave Smith's dog tag. <laughs> Why did I not write down whose name it was? <laughs> I, I can't remember. George Green or something, wasn't it? I don't know. Hey, let's do Dave Smith. So, he recognises Dave Smith's dog tag. <laughs> Smithy would never die. He was the best goddamn <laughs> son of a bitch. But let's talk about that scene, because that is a great action scene where they go into that village, though. Oh, They're all hiding in different areas. And then Arnie just goes, oh, fuck your shit. You're going to put a bomb in this and tip it <laughs> yeah, down here. And they're and like, then, oh, it's playtime. Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of one-liners in there. <laughs> knock, knock. Stick around. <laughs> he lifts up a truck, doesn't he, uh, to distract them. And you're like, why is he lifting a truck? Well, he just no, he them. tips what? it down the hill, doesn't it? And it blows up because he's put the explosive yeah. in it. Yeah, why? So that's what he does. <laughs> he tips it down the hill and then it's all kicked doesn't off. Doesn't it just kick and off? And there's just gunfire fucking everywhere. Oh. And that's when Jesse gets the gun out. What's it called? He calls it something, doesn't he? Big Willy. Old Painless. Oh, Old Painless, yeah. The it wasn't gun. Big Willy at all, was it? And it? But when he's blowing stuff around, oh, it's brilliant. Just as well being called Big Willy, though. But I must say, I think Hot Shots Part 2 did it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, this is what I loved about the 80s, was set pieces like this. Oh, yeah. Now, these these films with action sequences, they're just... Half of them are digital. They don't look real. Yeah. The it's timing, all, like, it's overdone. But this was just perfect. It was a great action scene. It reminded me of the scene in Robocop, actually, where he goes into the drug factory and he's just yeah, walking through. Yeah. I love this sort of action scene yeah. in these 80s films. You know, they doused a lot of petrol there, didn't they? Yeah. A lot of explosives, a lot of petrol, a lot of flames. All those live explosives in the jungle. Hell yeah! People on fire. They kick ass, this lot, don't they? And the pace of it, people shaking around. Like you used to do when you were in the playground being shot by a machine gun. And there was loads of squibs, loads of explosives. You've got one take to get this right, else it's going to cost us another million to set the shot up again. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just cracked on with it. Great camera work, spot on. It was efficient, wasn't it? Mm. And then it's basically just a case of getting out, isn't it? And that's yeah. when things start to kind of turn a little into it kind of goes from that that's the end of act one then act two is that whole kind of they go from being the hunters to the hunted yeah and they can't get out they've got to get to the helicopter they got to get to the chopper get to the chopper and they 
so that that's them moving through the jungle that's when the infrared starts to really kick in and you get the they get the sense that something or someone is following them billy's onto it isn't he yeah it, with his kind of like sniffing leaves and stuff he's summit spooked him hasn't he he is spooked <laughs> but not before he's he actually laughed at the joke and got his laugh recorded because oh. <laughs> they've all had bits of them recorded didn't they uh, mac over here over here, over here. Oh, yeah. uh, mac is a great actor oh, i like it superb. i like seeing him in yeah. films he, he adds that quality to it, doesn't he? The he was in Commando, wasn't he? As like one of the thugs that fights Arnie in the flat, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you remember? But this one here, he got to act a bit, didn't he? And he is yeah. great. But he's like closest friend in the group is uh, Jesse, isn't it? Um, yeah, Blaine. He's a right fucker, isn't he? Chews tobacco. What does he call himself? A sexual tyrannos- ty- Tyrannosaurus. It's a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that, isn't it? Because then they said the, some, the joke is Tyrannus or something, didn't he? You no, know, this joke is something about his sore ass, isn't it? So he does. He's got a sore ass. Yeah, that's the joke. After it, one of them says something about it. Oh, here's have this for your sore ass. Oh yes, that's the joke, Robin. Come on, was I there? But he also gets that top he got, line, he's which so only hard, in the really. week is so weird. The day you messaged me to say we should do Predator, yeah. Donna messaged me. She often does this when they're talking about stuff at work in her office. And a mate, Lee, will go like, oh, he'll say a line out of a film. And he's like, don't you know what that is? And she's like, messages me. And she messaged me and said, what film is it where they say, I ain't got time to bleed? Yes. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Predator. And then about 10 minutes later, you messaged and said, we should watch Predator. There you go. You see, isn't that weird? weird? Yeah. I ain't got time to bleed. You hit man, you're bleeding. You got time to duck, you fucking prick. Just go down through the quotes. Get to the chopper! <laughs> Funnily enough, Arnie says that's his favourite one-liner out of any film. Why? It's just it's just telling someone to do something. The better one is, if it bleeds, we can kill it. I think that's cool. If yeah, it bleeds, yeah. we could kill it. But what's your favourite Arnie one-liner in any film? What one always pop? If someone says, name an Arnie one-liner from a film, what is the first one that pops into your head? I'll be back. Oh, yeah, obviously. But mine actually is always, excuse my friend, he's dead tired. (laughs) (laughs) He's that dead bloke on the plane on Commando. Commando was full of one-liners, I believe, was it? I I, I I remember watching it a long time ago. I think Running Man is supposed to be one of the worst for it. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I haven't seen it. Yeah, because he fights each of the characters as they go and, yeah. There's, there is a lot of one-liners in that. That's where he's really hitting his stride with one-liners. I, I've got to say, right, I'm just going down through the um, IMDb quotes for the film. And this is the sort of quotes that are coming out. Bleed, bastard. We're a rescue team, not assassins. You set us up. It was bullshit. All of it. Well, that's the thing, well, isn't brilliant, it? Brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> they have been set up. They have been set up. Old uh, Carl Weathers has bought them there. They're all expendable. You guys are expendable. Absolutely. The tables turn when he's like, realises, you're expendable too, huh? Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah that's good. That's good. And when he realises that, he t- he comes good in the end. He, he does. Like, you, he get does. Them, you get them out. I'm going to take this bastard down. Yeah. He's on board. Once he realises what's going on and it. Yeah, yeah, he comes good. Because they were used to be friends, but he, you know, he has been working for the wrong team. But then it's, that's how it is here, isn't it? You know, 
Yeah, yeah, that is how it is. And what are they doing? Are they arm stealing? Is that what they're doing out there? What are they doing? I can't remember. I don't think that was significant to the plot at all, was it? They were just they just had lots of boxes. Yeah. Cargo boxes and bags of green. So they could have been doing anything. So the premise of this film, it's uh, uh, that's why I never did look up. I wanted to see what the guys had written before or since. I think it was their first screenplay they wrote was Predator. Yeah. The Wild Wild West. Jesus. Which I've never seen. Predator 2. Behind Enemy Lines, which I've not seen. That's Owen Wilson, isn't it? And Gene Hatman. Oh, oh, oh my God, no, I've seen that. Is it good? Or... <laughs> I've seen that film. Is it good or not? <laughs> it's not one I've wanted to watch. Actually, thinking about that film, it, it makes sense that it's the same people that made Predator, but it's not anywhere near as good. It's like an awful version of all the things that were good about this film bad in that film i think so they, i think they're brothers they're jim and john thomas who wrote it. that's a name in it john thomas but they wrote this as basically someone said watching rambo no watching rocky rocky four and he beats the russians and they're like wow rocky's like beating everyone now where's he going to go next and then someone said oh rocky should fight et next fight an alien and then they're like oh that's what we need he's like a macho man fighting an alien and that's where the premise of predator come from ah because i heard it was more a case of they they had an idea of having a group of um aliens come down and hunt and then they thought actually no that's not going to work so they flipped it on its head and had the alien hunt in the a single alien coming down and chasing after the humans because that's obviously in our pyramid we're top of the pile aren't we yeah so i mean i think it changed quite a bit and through you know over the course of it, and probably when Arnie come on, it had to change again. Well, it did. Well, it originally, would have done, wouldn't it? Originally, Sonny was the lead. Oh, okay. He was the one who was going to end up with fighting the alien at the end. Yeah. And he has a pretty shit death in this, really, doesn't he? Just sort of, I'm going to stand here on this thing and write an X in me. And uh, Yeah, kind of like, I'm just going to, <laughs> I'm just going to cut myself off. and stand and have a fight. And then he screams. So he obviously slipped. I don't get, I don't get how he got killed. Anyway, that's Sonny, because isn't there a line in this where they didn't kill Dutch, he didn't kill you, and he's like, I wasn't armed. Yeah, yeah, there was something to do with... And that's something that... I watched The Prey. Have you watched Prey? The, re- no. the modern prequel? No. Really good, actually. I really enjoyed it. There's not a lot of dialogue in it. It's, it's sort of set hundreds of years ago. Sort of like Pocahontas. Sort of Pocahontas time, meets the... The Predator. The predator, yeah. And it's like all tribal. It's tribal. And he comes down and he's hunting. Yeah. But he's killing all animals that attack. Um, but in this, yeah, if Sonny stayed behind and was unarmed, well, or did he stay uh, Unless to he attacked with a knife him to fight him and, and must yeah, have, have been. stood there with right, his gone after that. him. But yeah, I think Carl Weathers gets the most honourable death in this. Yeah. He does, but then that was because his story, his redemption arc was his story arc was better. And he loses an arm. Yeah, but the arm keeps firing. That's a good shot. I know the arm on the. But it's a good. The special effects look great. You can't tell he's. You know, it looks like his arm. Yeah, hanging off. Brilliant. Eighties gore on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, this 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 was an eighteen, I believe. Mm. Um, And yeah, you know, there's a lot out there now that I would say is as gone a lot further in terms of stuff that wouldn't be considered an 18 i i wouldn't have put this as an 18 i'd have put this as a 50 it's weird because jaws was always a pg yeah and that's gone up a rating now that's a 15 now all oh, right okay um whereas like 
some films now that come out as a 15 and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of language all the way through it yeah. anyway. And then the violence and the gore, yeah, it's like, how have they got away with that? They're, they're, they're sort of always pushing the boundaries of what they can um, get. Something we haven't talked about, which I think needs mentioning, uh, Alan Silvestri's score, the music in this, just great. Mm. Oh, I just really enjoy it. Alan Silvestri is great. And and also the fact that they did film it in the jungle, the backdrop to this, yeah, some, of the, authentic, some of the backdrops and stuff yeah. is, is amazing. Don't need all this green screen. Absolutely fantastic. They're there. That's real sweat. Yeah, that's it. It was just all real, real, done. You know, the iconic picture that I've got behind my back where yeah. he's sneaking forward. I just love some of the shots you know, of the predator when it's all brilliant. There's a shot of him like on the perch, perched on a tree from a distance. And it's just, yeah. This great vast shot. Ah, oh, there's some really great shots, and the shot of Arnie at the end coming out when he survived, and you see him getting get into the chopper, yep. and that's just a really great shot. Uh, and basically, they all kind of have pretty gruesome deaths. Which do you think? Do you think that Carl Weathers was the, the uh, most yeah, gruesome I think death? It probably then? is. Maybe not the most. Gru- it's the most gruesome we see. The first death is pretty awful because they find him and they just can't tell what he is. I think this is him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... But I think think that's the most satisfying death and certainly the death that you'd always, like, watch again and again when we were kids. Oh, rewind that. You get to the end of a film, you're like, rewind it to that scene again. Yeah. (laughs) And it would always be the Carl Weathers scene. I think the bit with Bill Duke, with Mac, his death is kind of... It's clever, it's brilliant, but it's at the same time, it's like, oh, you, you'd be really annoyed, wouldn't you? Because he's kind of going, there he is, he's over there. And he's sneaking through logs and stuff, isn't he? And he gets there yeah, and then the yeah. little three dots appear on his head and he sort of goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and then it, pfft, it just... <laughs> I mean, that was, that was great as well, wasn't it? A, a great little touch was the target with the three dots. Yeah. That's something that you remember it for. I don't know how the three guys held the pens at the same time to make those dots is 3d camouflage always it was awesome when you was little you can see it's digitalized now it doesn't look as effective mm. but a great effect for the time and this is the thing like i said at the start how does this hold up 30 years later but just just perfectly well because they didn't overdo it yeah it's good fun i think i enjoyed it more now than i did back then yes and it, yeah. like i say it did make I, me want to watch the second one straight away after it it makes films like this i think when we go back and watch them now make you realize what you're missing what quality there was and what yeah what crap is churned out now because it was original when it come out it was original to an extent i mean it's not a lot different than alien yeah and it's not a lot different than aliens no. but at the same time it's like but you're going to yeah. be able to go back and find this is one of those films you know because there's plenty of examples of awful films that tried to do the same formula but failed miserably you know so we have got the the benefit of in hindsight and going back and going this was a great film and yeah pulling it, and pulling it out now and watching it but i think the thing about this film is you know and it, 30 years ago there, there will be people there will be kids like I watched it with Noah and he loved it. And you know, he, they, they won't know about this. They'll know about predator and alien and the newer films and the crap that's been churned out, but they won't know about the original. Yeah. There's something missing from all those films, isn't it? They're just made for the fans and there's no meat to them. And a lot of them are too long. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is just, just over an hour and a half. 
That's all it needs to be. Everything about this film was right, though. The, the, the character development, the the dialogue, the action, yeah. the pace of the film, the score, the backdrop. Everything about it worked. Arnie auditioning for his part in the nat- Natural Plus advert, camouflaging against the log. <laughs> But even down to the bit where the alien's fiddling around repairing himself and his rubber fingers, you know, and you kind of go, that's it, yeah. Don't spend that, too long on that, <laughs> will you? Fingers. And then they don't. Yeah. And, and that's fine because you get the idea that he's patching himself up a bit, you know, which brings us neatly into the third act, really, which is where hmm. the predator's right behind him. He's closing in on him. Arnie pulls himself out in the mud. Then the predator just kind of walks past him and he's like, huh? <laughs> what's this about why yeah. didn't he see me and that's when he realizes that that mud is preventing the heat from being spotted yeah and that's something they play on actually in prey she there's a scene where she gets covered in the mud and you're like oh but they never really go to it they they lead it to make you expect the go okay to. it's worth watching that prey i think out of all the predator films that's the okay. first one i watched and i thought actually that was good it's not brilliant. It's not yeah, Predator. Yeah, okay. I'll give it a go. But it was a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I watched it with a friend who absolutely loves the original Predator. And he quite enjoyed it. There is bits at the end of picking holes in stuff, but it's it wasn't yeah, too yeah. bad. It wasn't well, too you can bad pick. I think you can you can genuinely pick holes in, in all films. You know, there's enough things in this film that you can go, <laughs> oh, yeah, really? I mean, the fact that, you know, they're all amazing soldiers and all of this stuff in the first place and that he the does best of the best. To- I'm surprised Tom Cruise wasn't in there. I love the ending. It's like uh, the beginning of um, Going for Gold, <laughs> the end credits, where they all, like, <laughs> turn to the camera, <laughs> wink, nod. But... Um, I think the test is really whether you just you, you're satisfied when you finish this film, and there's no question. This is one of those films where you know if you kind of if you just happen to have like you know a plastic gun laying around mm. in your kitchen or something, don't ask me why. You'd pick it up and you'd go get to the chopper <laughs> and have a go, wouldn't you? you yeah, know, it's just one of those films. Yeah. Definitely. So the tables are kind of turned, you know, and this is well done as well because a lot of it's done at night with the fire. There's some amazing shots. You know, the silhouettes. Yeah, it it changes it up again, doesn't it? And actually, that got me thinking about films that do turn themselves upside down a bit and that it's a pretty standard action movie. Then it flips to an alien sci-fi movie. And I was thinking, there's not a lot of films that do that really well. The other one that I was thinking about that did that was Dusk Till Dawn. I don't know. Uh, I knew he was going to say that. Because I didn't think that done it well. I've, I always hated that film. I always thought, Tarantino's writing another gangster film. And then he's got halfway through and he's got, oh, fucking, it's shit. It's not going anywhere. I don't know. I'm just going to make it a fucking vampire film. <laughs> there's no I'm... hint to it. There's no lead up. No, there isn't. There's this. Absolutely. You know there's aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see yeah, yeah. the alien yeah, at the you beginning. Do. You do. You know, it is I built just, in. I, yeah, it's not I a massive shot. Dust Till Dawn was made up on the spot. <laughs> well, you just couldn't probably. do anything wrong and everyone fucking, oh, give me anything you've written. Oh, there's this thing I was starting to write and I just turned it into something else for a joke. <laughs> but can you think of any other films there? Because Dust Till Dawn, when I watched that the first time, I had no expectation. I didn't know what I was watching. So when it kind of went boom and turned on its head. I actually thought, I didn't see that coming. The, the classic is Psycho. How it leads you in with a story about the stolen money. She steals a suitcase yes. of money from her job. She goes off. You're following her. You're following the suitcase. She stops off at a, ho- at a motel in the rain. And the story yep. 
isn't about the money and about her anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just... So I think that's the classic one. Where it's yeah, that's done. a good one. But yeah, it was good. The good shots at the end. The good sort of battle. Mono v mono. You're one ugly mother. I didn't think it was too ugly. Isn't there a bit where he itches his nose on a twig as well? And eh? he's all covered in mud. <laughs> There's a twig sticking down. He just itches his nose on it. <laughs> If it bleeds, we could kill it. Yeah, and that's the the alien blood, all iconic as well, like a luminous blood. Yes, yes, yeah, it was, yeah. And, you know, so he outsmarts it in the end, and then they get to the fist fight at the end, which is what Sonny was trying to do, was have Mm. a one-to-one fist fight, which he clearly lost. So Arnie was obviously bad. But then Arnie was going to lose it until he, he he remembered the log that he'd set up. Yeah, he brought him down bit by bit, didn't he, before he could have that fight. Yeah, he chipped away at him, didn't he? But then just Kevin Peter Hall in that suit against Arnold Schwarzenegger just dwarfs him. Yeah, just massive. It it wouldn't have worked with Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, it wouldn't, would it? Because he'd have been looking up at Arnie (laughs) rather than looking (laughs) down on him. Yeah. Um, the The film that that, particularly that third sequence, got me thinking about and the film that made it made me want to go back and watch was um, First Blood, Rambo, mm. the first Rambo film, which yeah, yeah. I think it's a great film. And I, I haven't seen it for a long time. So it's one of those, how would that now hold up? Because I used yeah, to really I like watch, that film. I watched it about 10 years ago and I thought it was all right. There's a few bits in it you are questionable. But I mean, that's good. And I, I like the chap who plays like the cop in that as yeah, well, uh, yeah. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I'd like to watch it. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's that kind of, you know, using using their skills Mm. in the woods or in the jungle or in the forest or whatever isn't it but this was a great film really enjoyed watching it again yeah it was good revisiting it when you think about how many films they've churned out since along the aliens versus predators line and how bad they've got and how yeah, none of them are worth mentioning are they no. none of them are worth and yet they came from this one film yeah. well two films because alien as well the the voice of the predator is Peter Collum, who done the voice of Optimus Prime in the old Transformers cartoons. Ah, oh, very cool. Very cool voice, yeah. But anyway, I can't think of much more we need to say about... No, I, I don't know that there is much more to say apart from... Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs> um, but so, no, I... Yeah, yeah well, thank I, you for I, recommending that one, Robin. I did enjoy that. And thanks for joining me. It's been great again. Uh, it's, yeah, pleasure. It's always uh, a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you have. Thanks, everyone. Don't forget to rate us. Go on. Go over and yes. rate us now. You haven't done it yet, have you? Whatever you're listening to this on, go on. In there, rate us five stars. If you can put a comment, say, I love these guys. They're hilarious. And don't forget to go onto YouTube and have a look at the uh, six degrees of separation. Yeah, follow us on there. Anyway, everyone, done. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of WN Movie Talk Podcast. Podcast. See you later, Robin. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Chase. Chase.